I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my co-host, Ian Bush, and our guest, the the one and only, the um, this woman is fantastic. 
And if you don't know her, then you shame on you. We welcome back Miss Freddie. She is Pittsburgh. Hi. Hi. She's Pittsburgh's Lady of the Blues, and she keeps the blues alive in her hometown. She began singing in church at a young age, and the influence of her church and her mother's love of blues music gave her the foundation to venture in the world of blues in 1996. She joined BMW Blues Music Works under the direction of Big Al Labette, and in 2002, she went over to form Blues Phase, and several years later, she started two bands. Miss Freddie's Blues Band, Electric Blues, and Miss Freddie's Home Cooking Band, Acoustic Blues, Classic Rock, and Gospel. Her influence includes Coco Taylor, my personal favorite, Eddie James, Billie Holiday, Sarah Vaughn, Big Mama Thornton, Bessie Smith, and Big Al LaVette. Ladies and gentlemen, the song you just heard is Wade in the Water. It is one of her new releases, and there is a history behind the origination of that song, and I will get into that later. But first, Miss Freddie, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for, for agreeing to join us again because... You just make my heart sing. Oh, thank you. And thank you for having me. I, I'm glad. I get that effect. Like, I, I get that, you know, people tell me every time they listen to um, me singing or they hear a certain song. So I'm glad that, you know, that makes my heart say, yay, you know, and jump up. And, you know, I won't jump up. <laughs> oh, come on, jump up. But it, it, just, it makes me... <laughs> It makes me feel it makes me feel very humbled and honored. It does. So thank you. Thank you for that introduction. Well, honey, I only speak the facts, ma'am. People will tell you that know me and you ask them, yes, she speaks the facts. Now, the the thing with blues and and because I love music so much and because I I love history so much what uh, many people don't understand about blues in particular is is blues started out storytelling when when people sang the blues they were singing about heartache and and trials and pain and it it was a forerunner of country but it had its own special niche to it and and I've heard people say well I don't like the blues well have you ever really listened to the words what mm-hmm. when people sing the blues it's something so deep and so personal and so gut-wrenching that you're just drawn into it yeah yeah and that's pretty much it and I still get that a lot not from a lot of people but people who they're really not into blues and um once they hear me you know sing it my band play it you know just the combination of me and my bandmates um i have people that have come up to me and say you know i didn't like blues at one time it's like you know i just and then they're like but hearing you it's like now I'm into it, and I've had people that go research blues, find different blues artists, because I tell them, just don't listen to me. There are so there are tons of blues artists out there. I said, there are got people that have seen countries that have dabbled in blues and vice versa. People uh-huh. that have done rock. I said, you'd be surprised the crossovers. I said, there are even hip-hop artists at some point, you know, they come from down south, 
and they've done blues. I said, the Almond Brothers, you know, Southern yep, Rock, but yep. they've dabbled in blues. So I said, you know, even your jazz people, like the Neville Brothers, Dr. John, I said, you'd be surprised who all, you know, have dabbled, have crossed over in blues. So I said, you know, it, it it's just like any other style of music when there's, I said, there's a lot of storytelling. It's people's lives that they're talking yes. about, you know, what happened. And it's even, I tell people, you know, like, the song Wade in the Water, I said, I've done it bluesy, jazzy, you know, gospel, I said, but it's tell it's it's almost telling you a story about the Bible, but at the same time giving you a signal, a pathway to somewhere. So Yep. That's 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 what it is for me. No, and I agree and uh, honestly I was excited to do this show tonight too, not only because um you know, Yvonne's here, so I can I can let you two just, just do the show tonight. And I can just sit back and, and relax, and you can I'm get not, a good oh, show this time. Ian, I don't no, think no, Yvonne's no. going to let you do that. <laughs> but, um, no, I, honestly, I, I I really enjoy your style, and it, it's a style that um, I don't get enough of. And when I was telling people the show that I was doing tonight, I'm like, yeah, like, she's one of the – the unique ones that like I will actually listen to and get out of my genre and feel comfortable um, branching out with her music. So I really appreciate that about you, that you can um, get me out of my comfort zone and, and into a genre that I don't normally listen to. And it still feels comfortable to me and it still feels um, like something that I, I, I can enjoy. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I think a lot of people would agree that different is strange. Not everybody likes change. Not everybody likes, you know, getting out of their comfort zone. But you make it easy for people to slide into that genre if they're not used to it. So that's what I really appreciate you. And plus, we had a great conversation, all all jokes aside. I really did enjoy um, our show together. (laughs) It, it it was it, it it was and I appreciate you saying that and letting the world know that because my goal as a musician um, and I've been doing it since '96 as Yvonne had mentioned when she was doing my bio and over the years I've come to really appreciate how music affects people and. Till this day, may my mother rest in peace. She was the hardest critic because my mother, being from the, being a Southern woman, loved her blues, and nobody could do it better than BB King. That was her thing. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> oh yeah. You know, so when she when she heard me sing professionally, I sang for her senior citizens group uh, one year, and I remember doing Stormy Monday, and I tell you. You know, my mother, first of all, I didn't know she knew about jazz, but she, she made a comment. She's like, you know, your group sounded, you know, really good. She said, but that one song you sang, that Stormy Monday, BB case, like, too jazzy. And, you know, <laughs> being an adult, I have my own family. I want everybody to know that. You still don't tell your mother, excuse you. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. You, say, you, you know, you yes, kind of like, you, you, yeah, it's like, okay. You know, I said, I'll work on that. And that's my go-to is hearing my mother saying, you know, because my mother, that's all she, I think she had a couple other, like, artists. Like, she she bought me a lot of stuff that I listened to. Um, but Ian's right. You know, you got to come out of your comfort zone. My mother's comfort zone was B.B. King. So um, when I started, you know, um, 
singing professionally, you know, in a band, and I exposed her to Coco Taylor. She had no idea who Coco Taylor was. And she listened. She's like, who is that? She knows she can sing. And I'm like, that's Coco Taylor, Mom. That's one of my heroes. And then I exposed her to Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oh. And she's like, who is that? He can play that guitar. I said, well, you know, he's a friend of B.B. King, Mom, you know, Steve before he passed heart. away. Stevie Ray. <laughs> and oh. I showed her pictures of him. She's like, oh, he's nice looking. I said, Mom, he's dead. <laughs> and he is nice looking, <laughs> or at least he was. So, it's you know, it's doing things like that to get people out of your comfort zone. It does not mean to give up on your favorite style of music or genre of music. Because me, even though I sing blues, I love listening to classical piano. That's kind of like my go-to when I want to be alone. I just want to just relax. I'll throw in some classical piano in a minute. And then I'll listen to um, kind of jazz fusion funk group called Snarky Puppy. That's my go-to. <laughs> so, you know, I, I totally get where you're coming from with that. And And the beautiful thing is, I don't know, Ian dropped, I guess he got tired of talking to us, and I think his phone went out. He'll call back. The The beautiful okay. thing about music is that every other style of music that we have, jazz, country, rock and roll, it all came from the Delta. It all came from the blues. And people mm-hmm, forget mm-hmm. that. And when they right, can go exactly. back and when they can go back to the to the heart of the matter, to the beginning and listen to Robert Johnson and that group of men who who sang in that era and then follow the history of the music up through today, they're gonna see the same type of hook. Mhm, mhm. Yep, you're exactly right. And you know, I tell people because on my face, like my, not my musician page, but on my Facebook page, I have thing about you know music that um, it's the it's like the um, music is the social energy that brings about what is going on and defines how it's perceived. Yes. Some people. No, I, I, I agree. Yeah, it's and it's kind of like you know you have to go back and look. Interesting, you say that because there was something like maybe three or four years ago, and, and I thought it was kind of funny. I had to chuckle because, and um, I guess uh, one of the news stations or one of the you know uh, national news stations had mentioned that. And I had to laugh because they said, um, I guess, Paul McCartney and Kanye West, I guess they were going to collaborate at one time and do something. And there were people chiming in, you know, oh, you know, that's really cool that Kanye West has given him his start. I had to bust out laughing. I said, that is so funny. I said, really? Really? Kanye West is giving Paul McCartney his start. I'm like, okay, well, let's go with that. And the news people, you know, they made you know, they, they were joking about it. I said, but, you know, you, you have to realize this is where you have to, as, a, as me as a musician, you have to take a stand um, and, let, and let your music reach 
all ages, all walks of life, all yes. cultures. And well, I well, you know, the other funny that. thing too is that uh, they did the same thing with Ozzy Osbourne and Post Malone. Post Malone had oh, Ozzy really? Osbourne do. Yes, 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 yes. So they had Ozzy do a part of the chorus, and I heard the song. It was pretty decent. Um, you know, yeah. like I. I had to hear it with Ozzy. You know, I mean, I, I grew up on that with Black Sabbath and Heaven and Hell and all that stuff. But um, yeah, yeah, same story. They're like, oh, man, this Ozzy guy, like, he's going to hit the <laughs> charts. I'm like, uh, dude, he's been hitting the charts practically as long as he's been alive. All of us were born. <laughs> <laughs> he's, been, he's been hitting the charts way before I was born, you know, but. <laughs> yeah, all of us. Shoot. I just, you know, I, I just think it's interesting because I have found that, and it does not matter your age or your culture, that a lot of people only focus on one genre of music and one person who has captured their attention. True. Um, they're not, I, I don't want to say the word taught, but they're not influenced um, to look at everybody's music. Well, because... and I, I want to challenge you for a second because I think that's a perception issue. I don't think it's a mm-hmm. it's a it's a scope issue. I, you know, I, I you think? will lightly agree with you that yes, some people get scoped into a genre. Oh, I'm just a rock and roll mm-hmm. dude. I'm just a blues guy. But I think it's a perception right. issue too because they've always said that everything is repeated every about ten, twenty, thirty years. And now that I've you know, I've almost lived 30 years, and I'm a, I'm a year away from death, right, Yvonne? I, I see some of the things that I grew up with. Oh, my goodness. That, um, <laughs> I see go. some of the things that I – yeah, right, here it comes. Now, I see some of the things that I grew up with that are coming back again. So now I can only mm-hmm. think about not trying to offend Yvonne. See, that's, that's two strikes against her tonight. Um, but the things that I tell her, like, oh, Yvonne, I just heard this. And she's like, oh, sweetie. Oh, no, no, no. That's been out for longer than you've been alive, sweetie. I know that. Like, so it, it's interesting that every, every – it's a cycle, right? It's all about perspective. Yeah. Oh, man, I made our, our, our guest choke and cough. Oh, jeez. <laughs> No, you but, made um, your host choking <laughs> off. Oh, I made the host. That's even worse. I'm yeah, fired. Yeah, it wasn't me. But, I was like, I, you know, me as the nurse, I'm like, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, right. We're all doing CPR and Yvonne, like, Yvonne, Yvonne, smile. Oh, God. She's drooping. Save her. No, but, See, Miss, um, Miss Freddie, see what I mean about this hour with both of us? We're just incorrigible. I know. I tell you, you all have me smiling from ear to ear. I said, man, we're all just going to have to go on tour when we can one day. Just, right. You know, just the three of us. We can take this comedy show on the road. It's not a problem. Oh, yeah. That's oh, right. But we it's can. true. It, it, it's a cycle. And it, it cycles through. And I think once you get the rhythm and the cycle and you hit it at the right note, that's when, right. like, the real music starts. Because you can, you can throw in your own individuality behind that cycle like oh yeah i've heard you know as a beat but now i can make it double or i can make it slower and i think that's where indie authors come into play is that we come in and we're like hey or you know i'm sorry i said authors but i meant artists indie artists can come into play because they're like hey i've heard that beat before let's change it to this let's change it to that right and i think that's what i really like about your music you took that and you 
changed it to not only have an ode to the past, but have eyes to the future. Would you agree? Right. Yeah, I would agree on that. And, you know, that's interesting that you say that because I have to agree with what you're saying because just, for instance, flipping this for a little bit, just, just a moment. You know, movies, have you, have you noticed mm-hmm. lately, like the last 10 years, like they, you know, remake of something they did 20 years ago or 10 years yep. ago or five years ago. So, yeah, it's kind of like trying to reinvent something over and over again. Um, and that's what I try to do with my music because I do not want to sound like Etta James. I do not want to sound like Coco Taylor because I, I will never be them. I'm Miss Freddie, and I have my, you know, my own sound, but I'm going to reinvent myself. So, for instance, there's a song that I used to do, and I don't do it anymore, but I'm going to bring it back, but do it differently. And, you know, I listened to how I sang it 10, 12 years ago compared to how I sing it now. And then there's a song off of my second album that I used to sing several years ago, there's no way I say it does not sound the same. It it, ha, it does not sound the same. It's just totally different. And it, it actually sounds like a country swing tune versus when I first started doing it, it sounded like a, like a country tune, you know, but it's a little bit more swingy, maybe blues in it. But, you know, yeah. So I'm about reinventing myself. You know, because my motto is, and it's a motto that's been going around, always, you know, be better than the musician you were the day before. Because that's who you're really competing with. You know, you can think you're you're competing with the world. It's yourself. But you're not. You're right. Right, right. No, I agree. If we want to talk about music, I mean, a certain song in particular, I want to go back to our opening song, and then I'm going to swing around and play another one of yours. But Wade in the Water, ladies and gentlemen, has been around since the Civil War days. That song was used to tell the slaves who were running away to don't stay on dry land. You go in the water so the dogs can't find you. Miss Freddie, am I right on this? Yeah, you're right because that was a way of um, communicating. Correct. Um, and using, you know, because the slave owners, you know, at least a majority of them had no idea, you right. know, that this is what the slaves were doing. They were communicating among each other, you know. So, yeah, yeah, wait in the water is a form, taking pieces out of the Bible and putting it together and, you know, putting that song together, that message together. So, yeah, yeah. So that that song is is more than just words put to music. That song, like Miss Freddie and I both have said, was a form of communication. That song is very powerful and has stood the test of time where others may not have. But that that is when I went back and did my history on that particular song I'm thinking that song has has really stood the test of time has and has become even more powerful in its uh, deliverance because of the history of it and because of the spiritual connotation that we get from it today. 
Right. And I'm so glad you did that song. I just, I heard that song and it brought tears to my eyes. And Ian will tell you, this woman doesn't cry. Oh, no, she doesn't. So, oh, well, in a way, I'm glad that that's good. That's a good thing, though, because um, I feel any music, if you listen to a song, no matter who the artist is, and if it grabs you, like there are certain songs in the last year that I've listened to, and you'd be surprised, Ian, this is for you, that (laughs) um, I listened to a couple pop artists, and there are some songs that just, you know, I've I've listened to over and over like 20 to 30 times, you know, and then I'll get tired of them. Like, okay, I'm tired. Let me go to something else because it's that kind of a song that has captured my attention and it has, you know, it's brought out something out of me, you know. So, um, and Wade in the Water does that. And actually Mike Morgan, he's from um, Ohio, you know, he, uh, he came to me. I thought I was just going to be a um, like just singing background vocals on a, a you know a project he was doing, and that wasn't the case. He wanted to feature a blues singer doing some old time gospel, and I'm like, what? <laughs> somebody, <laughs> somebody he knew, a promoter had mentioned me, and I guess Mike, you know, um, Mike has heard some of my music, and so he told me to pick something, you know. Um, and so I picked Wade in the Water out of three or four choices. And, uh, you know, the project was put together, and there it is. And I'm going to have to tell you, me listening, every time I listen to it, I said, oh, I could have did this. Oh, I could have did that. It's always like that. <laughs> always. But in you know, my so eyes and in my heart, it was a perfect piece of music. Because oh, it, was, it was soulful, it was gut-wrenching, and because I already knew the backstory of the origination of that song and the the way that it has stood the test of time, it became personal on on mm-hmm. that level as well as on the spiritual level because I have a very deep faith in my God. And mm-hmm. when we are strong enough to wade in that water and understand that, that God's guide us, we don't have to worry about anything else. Right. So, right. Hey, Yvonne. Oh, yes. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you all. I, I, I want to hear some more of her music. That's okay. I don't want to derail I'm, the conversation. Ian, go to your room. Man, Ian. I want her. I, I want some more of that on, on, <laughs> on our show. Ian, go to your room. <laughs> yes, I'm ma'am. Saying I'm, I'm going. As, as, I, as I tell people, I'm like, okay, I'm staying out of that one. <laughs> No, I, that's like, I can't get enough time. of her music. <laughs> I know. So so now we're going to play, ladies and gentlemen, this is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my delinquent co-host, Ian Bush, and our guest, delinquent. the lovely, oh. the lovely blues singer, Miss Freddie, and we are going to play Freight Chain.
And we are back. This is Off the Chain. I'm your host with my co-host, Ian Bush, and the Blues Queen. I mean, there's, there's nothing left to say. The Blues Queen, Miss Freddie. There there we are. I see the freight train. I see the hobo jumping on it. I hear the whistle. <laughs> it's a story in uh-huh. my head. Now I'm, I'll be listening to freight trains all night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, and you know what? It, it's a great song. It's a great, I call it a jump jive blues swing, you know, song. And um, it, I, I co-wrote a little bit of it because I give my friend, he actually passed away suddenly um, back in November, Mike Lazenga, he wrote that. And, uh, you know, um, Andy Santana kind of, you know, refined uh, a few of the lyrics in it. But it... Um, what I like about songwriters who write for me, you know, they'll say, oh, I got this song for you. They know, they, they know my story as far as my roots, and they know me as a singer. And, you know, I said, I'm trying to tell people something about me because a lot of people still don't know of me. You know, they right. don't know what makes me tick you know, as far as music and as far as life in general. So Freight Train Blues is a good one. It's a really good um, rip-roaring song. And I know my sister who uh, passed away in 2017, she had heard my, you know, my album um, because that's when it was, the second was released. And uh, she liked Freight Train Blues. She's like, oh, you got something now. And I said, really, out of the whole album? (laughs) (laughs) But everybody chooses what they like, you know, and I had to keep that in mind. So I, I was very appreciative when she had told me that. So, Okay, Ann, weigh in. You wanted music. Now weigh in on this one, dear. Oh, no, I'm still I'm still hung up on the delinquent. Oh, <laughs> I'm in my room. I'm quiet the rest of the night. You're not getting any Wasn't input like from me anymore. Four conversations ago. I'm just saying. <laughs> I said I was going to stay out of it. <laughs> He likes no, she. The, yeah, that, exactly. She knows me too well. I, the, the co-host never forgets, and he never forgives. No, <laughs> no honestly, got I, a I'm memory. Just yeah, right. You know, they they say the woman remembers everything, but they they never met me. No, um, I, I'm still in awe of your music and and whatnot. Like, I'm still. I can't get enough of it. I really can't. I got to YouTube you in between shows because you're, you're probably one of the few that I'll actually listen to and, and kind of bop my head along and and, and enjoy um, of the Aww, genre. Thank and you. No, that, that's not even, that wasn't even like meant to be a compliment. That's just the truth. I'm serious. Like I, I I'm glad that there's people like you again. And I've already said it once before, but it makes me comfortable to get out of my genre every once in a while. You, you, right. you kind of invite me into this music realm, and and that's hard to do. You know, it's hard for people to get yep. out of their little niches. But yeah, I actually have a, a sidebar qu- uh, question for you. So, from our last show, what are some of the successes that you've had, and what are some of the uh, challenges that you're still facing? Uh let's see. So. Um, I think I got like I got the Red Carpet Holland Award last year from actually over in the Netherlands, which 
I had no idea I was nominated until Michael, you know, uh, sent me. <laughs> I'm like, where's this coming from? So I got that. I can't remember what it's for because I had so much happening. Um, oh, no, it's for best cover song. That's what it was. Um, and it's probably for, I don't know if it's for Wade in the Water or my other single that came out. Um, and then just a lot of nominations um, coming out, like for gospel. Um, I just got um, an award for uh, Modern Soulful Artist of the year, 2021, 2022, which I'm really grateful for that. And it's kind of interesting because if you look at it closely, the award, what it says on, I call it a plaque, but that's not what it is. What it says on their certificate, it says, you know, for being an artist that participating and actually, um, you know, your music is actually, something that you use to pretty much reach out to people. And wow. that, that is, I mean, you should read it. I couldn't believe it. I said, wait, what? <laughs> I'm like, you know, and I, and I kept reading it and I read it in one of my co She's like, wow, that's awesome. And I'm like, yeah, I guess my music is touching people and doing what it's supposed to do. I said, because that's what I want. I, I want it to be like that. I, I don't want it to be, I'm just doing music for the heck of it. That That's just not me. I, I can't do it. It drives me nuts. But yeah, that, um, and, and that's so important, reaching out to people. Because I'm going to tell you, um, anybody I've ever sang in front of, my family scares me to death to sing in front of. And that goes for nieces and nephews and my siblings. Um, my dad, you know, my dad loved country. My mom loved blues. So I grew up like, oh, my God, why, why, what are you all listening to? I would never say that to them, but that's what was in my mind because I had my stuff I listened to. Um, but I had to come out of that as I got older because I had to realize, you know, there's more to life than just what I was listening to. Maybe I will start listening to some country and blues. Um, but I really didn't get into that until 96. So, you know, um, with that and being an, um, I want to say being flexible, a flexible singer, um, out of that, I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm <laughs> trying my best. The challenge is COVID. It really is because I've had uh-huh. COVID twice. I've had it before I was vaccinated and I had it afterwards. And I said, holy cow, you know, I'm like, what the heck? Um, and, and, and it's a challenge because physically, because the shortness of breath, you know, if you're somebody who has asthma or something, but if you've had COVID and you're short of breath, that, that's no joke. And I had to, and as a nurse, I had to really challenge myself to singing and to doing breathing exercises so that I'd be able to sing. That's one of the challenges. The other challenge is every time I wanted to go in the studio, somebody in my band had COVID. And it's like, here we go again. So I said, I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to put it off, you know, because, you know, I just want to make sure that, you know, this is this is what we can do. So that's been my biggest challenge, how to get around with the whole COVID. But at the same time, I keep getting nominated for gospel um, things. I've got the couple awards um, already. And I'm hoping, I just applied to, there's something Michael sent me and I went online like about eh, almost a month ago, 
hope that gets a play down in uh, at the Grand Old Opry. Ooh. I'm hoping. That'd be nice. Yeah, don't ask me. It's just something I filled out my dick because he has me doing a lot of stuff. So, well, let me tell you what I know about Michael Sober. He is absolutely one of the best. And before Ian joined us, and when we before we ever went live, I was telling you Michael and I have have had a relationship since I started this show back in 2016. That's mm-hmm. how far back mm-hmm. we go. And because I am an indie author. I am an artist and a photographer. My and Ian's, both of our goals is to pay it forward from the people that helped us get where we are. So I would tell him, Michael, send me whoever you're you're working with now and let's get them out there. And so we just kept this relationship all these years and he is absolutely phenomenal at what he does. I've got a list. It's about 12 pages long of the awards that the people that he manages has won over the last mm-hmm. six, seven years. So yeah. you couldn't have anybody better. I, I absolutely adore the man, and he just sends me great talent. So like I told you, you're going to be – you're heard – tonight you're being heard all over the world and will continue <laughs> to be heard all over the world. So, <laughs> And I appreciate that. And and Michael, he's a good guy, and, and I, um, I've actually recommended two people – because they asked me about him, and I said, he will work for you. Mm-hmm. He, will, he will put his best foot forward. I said, but you have to put your best foot forward, too. Absolutely. And I look at one of my um, – Her, she's from Pittsburgh. Uh, she just joined the MTS family of, um, several months ago last year. And she's already getting, like, music awards and nominations for her videos and her music. And I'm like, that's awesome. You know, because a, a people, people, I've noticed one thing, and I tell people, I said, it don't bother me. I said, if one of my friends ends up, you know, like being the next best hit, you know, selling a million copies, I said, I'm glad. Because um, I've had people in the past like, well, doesn't that bother you? Like you've recommended people, whatever it is, doesn't matter. I said, no, it doesn't bother me. I said, because you know what, at the end of the day, I said, believe me. I said, it's like you said, to pay it forward. I'm like, uh-huh. Mm-mm. I said, because I know God has a bigger plan for me. I've always known it, and I'm feeling it. And when I feel it, it comes. That when I when I'm thinking I expect it doesn't come, but when I don't expect, it, I'm like, well, here it is. There and it I is. Said, Plus, I said, it's not about me. It's about what we all can do as individuals. No matter if you write poetry, you sing. You you know you're an author writing novels. It doesn't matter. It's like hey, I need a shot. I need to get on. Okay, fine. You know, but I tell people this is little old me. You know, Miss Freddie. <laughs> and um, but it, you know, it, it's just an appreciation. And I just smile and I said, well, you know what? That's what I was supposed to do. I said, I'm glad I did that. Well, Jane, I'm glad you name. said that too because Yvonne and I always say that in the show more Yvonne than me that we're we're of the same mindset, right? We're not here yeah. to make Yvonne and Ian look good. We we've we've had enough kudos, right? We we've we've done our share. We've made our path. We're happy with where we're at. We're trying to get y'all up a little bit more every day, every show, every every moment with this show. And that's that's the satisfaction that Yvonne and I get. We've already reached 
Um, you know, and we, we, we keep reaching. I won't say that we've reached our limit of where we want to be, but we're, we're satisfied with where we're at. And mm-hmm. that's the beauty of this show is that we can get people like you and people who deserve it that same level of satisfaction and that same level of, of appreciation of where they're at. And so that's the big thing that Yvonne and I have um, in this show, and I think she was going to say that, and then I cut her off. But I'll give it to you, Yvonne, and I, I actually have uh, one thought that I'm, I'm hung up on that um, – I actually can't believe that she said this. So give your thought and, and, and send it back to me real quick. He's still uh, on that <laughs> He is uh-oh. not going to let that one go. I'm holding on to it. I, I, can, I can hear a song out of that. It just it hasn't come to me just yet. <laughs> it will. That's the beauty of this show. You, you, walk, exactly. you come on a... a you come on a ghost, uh, a guest, and you, you, you walk off, like, make it a whole new song. So, <laughs> Well, what, what I was going to say is my philosophy, and, and Ian touched on that, is we are only as successful as we allow others to be. Mm-hmm. Because, the, the mm-hmm. and it's like you say, the blessings come back tenfold. And to be able to be able to to do this show so that number one when y'all get ready to to launch a new record michael sends it to me before it's even out there so i get that mm-hmm. little bit of of kudo, of kudo and and that little perk and of course i hold that song close because i'm not going to play it till i launch it on the show and to be able to meet people that we never would have might not have ever met it, it's broadened both of our horizons and our influences and the things that we do in life because everybody that we touch, we leave a piece of ourselves with them and they leave a piece of themselves with us. So I can say I'm truly blessed. And with that, I'm going to play one more song. Ladies and okay. gentlemen, this is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my co-host, Ian Bush, who's holding a grudge. And our guest, the beautiful, beautiful, beautiful blues artist, (laughs) Miss Freddie. We're going to play Gonna Fix Ya. You come home, sir, been working all day. You need a nurse to take those eggs away. Miss Freddie's gonna fix ya. Fine. I'll take you in, look after you, you'll be a new man before I'm through, Miss Freddy's gonna fix ya, I said I would baby, Miss Freddy's gonna fix ya, uh-huh, be your troubles behind, let me ease your mind, Miss Freddy's gonna fix ya, well fix you a fine. Everything gonna be alright. 
I take sure the guys because... I'm embarrassed. I'm I'm sorry. I didn't want to put words oh, in your no. mouth. So I understand oh, what no, that's okay. No, no. I um it it um so I have stage fright and that's the gospel truth. But over the years I have learned to work through it. I still I I should say I get very nervous and I'm not talking about my children. You know, because my oldest, he's he's into what I do, but he listens to his alternative music and hip-hop and rap. And my youngest, um, him growing up, I I exposed him to all styles of music. So, you know, I can always tell when I know I'm doing good, he'll all of a sudden jump up and start dancing to something that I'm singing. So um, so the kids are okay. My my grandson, you know, there's a couple things I might think he likes, and that's okay. He's, He's 15. So that's that's all right. Yeah. His mom, same way, you know, she'd be like, "Oh, I know her. That's Miss Freddie." I'm like, "Okay." But my siblings and my <laughs> nieces and nephews, they they are a hard crowd to sell. <laughs> um, and, and I love you all. Uh, I'm not talking bad because you all know I'm telling the truth when I say this. So. I know my nieces and nephews. Now, my dad heard me when he was alive, and he liked what I did. He 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 loved the blues that I did. That's fine. But when my nieces and nephews started coming out and hearing me, um, it, it was very different for them because, number one, they're like, we didn't know you did this, Aunt Freddie. Well, what do you think I've been doing all this time? <laughs> I'm like, there is this that. is what I do. You know, um, and then a couple of them, they're like, wow, you can sing. I'm like, well, thank you for that. <laughs> so that, that's some of my nieces and nephews. Now, my siblings, um, my one sister who passed away has heard me. My my two younger sisters have not heard me live. And my brother, I'm trying to think if my brother heard the band. I think he did hear the band. Um, but then I, um, my latest single that came out, um, last year, I sent him, you know, this is what I'm contributing, you know, because of, um, you know, our mother passed away April 24th in 2015, and I knew, and he liked it. And I said, you got to come out and hear one of the bands. I said, come out and hear the blues band. I said, because, you know, I get a little sassy, you know, not bad in a bad way. It's a family-friendly show no matter where I sing at. Right. So, yeah, but my family, I, I, I'm i very nervous, even if they've heard me before, because I have to capture their attention. I know I've captured people out there, strangers, even people who follow me. I know I've got their attention, but I really have captured my family's attention. And if I see, you know, if I'm doing something on stage, if I'm putting on a show, say like if I'm doing that song, Fix You Up Fine, you know, I have to add a, on my own, add a little bit of theatrics, you know, or, you know, talking some kind of smack, you know, on, so that I, I know I have their attention. And nine times out of ten, I, I'm sure it would work. So, you know, I, I send invites to my family. I know everybody works, but, you know, now that they hear this. <laughs> they'll be, they will be there with them. They'll be back. Yeah, so, they'll probably like, be crossing so their arms and, you know. Yeah, so I do. I do have stage fright no matter what. Yeah, but my family makes me nervous. They do. And so this is so sad because Yvonne and I can't uh, add on to it, and we only got six minutes left. Yvonne, we need to bring her back. Would you get out of my head? I'm sorry. I'm going to my room. (laughs) 
I love it. I said this was going to be so much fun. <laughs> well, did you enjoy yourself? That's the question. Yes, and would I did. Back, and would you come back to to deal with, with us? Absolutely. Because we... <laughs> I would come back to talk with you, not deal with you. I would come back to talk with you, to have fun, to to interact. Um, I really appreciate you all. I appreciate what you do. Because uh, that's important, you know, especially for indie artists out there trying to, you know, get the world to hear what we do. It's, it's so important. And so kudos, you know, two thumbs up to you all. And, you know, you made it very com- comfortable for me to laugh and talk, except for I still stay out of grown folks' business. So, <laughs> <laughs> but oh, uh, honestly, join the thank you. Join the party. Oh, no, Just join no. the party. <laughs> Just join the party. It gets fun. But but we do want you to come back because this is what we do. Our our guests come in as guests. They leave as family. And family always has an open invitation on this show. And as, as you release more and more of your new music, Michael will send it to me and I'll say, uh, we're booking Miss Freddie. And he'll go, okay. And he sends me a whole list. So you you are one of our time-honored guests, and, and the door is open, the sweet tea's on the table, and the rocking chair's ready. All righty. I, I will accept that invitation with wholeheartedly heart, and now I'll jump up and down. Thank you very much. <laughs> you are quite welcome. So for about 30 seconds, because we're, we're getting into the two-minute mark, give our audience a few words that they can take with them tonight. Um, what I want to give everyone out there in the world, especially all the stuff that's going on, is, you know, have faith. Don't lose sight of yourself, you the person. And, you know, no matter how tough it is, how hard it is, just know that there's somebody out there who has it probably twice as bad as you have, but don't ever give up. And my motto is a song that I do is no matter what, no matter who, don't let nothing or nobody drag your spirit down. Amen. And nobody can steal your beauty without your permission. And Miss Freddie and I don't give them our permission. Amen to that. So, Ian, real quick, what have you got, my dear? Um, You know, honestly... I think the the funny thing that I got, and we'll we'll talk about it next time she's on the show, but uh, don't be embarrassed about what you love because I really connected with that. Um, I know we didn't really talk too much into it, but, uh, yeah, when I was writing in the beginning, I'm like, oh, man, what are people going to think about me? And it Mm -hmm. took a little bit of time, but now as I'm, you know, one year closer to death um, (laughs) – you know, uh, I, I, I now I now have adopted Yvonne's uh, lifestyle of like, you know what, I'm just going to make art. So I think that's the biggest go. thing. Don't be embarrassed. Just make art. Just do just good stuff. Just make art. And, and I'm yep. going to – tomorrow night at 8 o'clock, our guest is, is music artist Gary Pratt. So join us again tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. But I want to leave you with something that Miss Freddie says because it is so true. And that is, and I quote, blues is more than just a phase. It is a way of life. And I'm added that on to the end of her quote. Am I right, Miss Freddie? You are absolutely right. 
So with that, ladies and gentlemen, this is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my co-host, Ian Bush, we, and, and my guest, the beautiful lady of the blues, Miss Freddie. Please go and check her out on Twitter at Miss Freddie 17 on Instagram, Miss Freddie Yes Blues, or at www.missfreddie.com, and on Facebook. Check her out and, and buy her music. Pass this show along. It will go up in our archives. I will post it. We will see you all again tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. Miss Freddie, my darling, thank you so, so much for so graciously spending an hour with us. You are very welcome, and thank you, and many blessings to both you and Ian, and to everybody out there in the world. Thank you. Thank you, and yes, ladies and gentlemen, this show stands with the Ukraine. With that, I will leave you, Ian. I love you, my darling son, by another mother. Miss Freddie, can't wait to have you back. Thank you both very much. We will say good night. Good night. Love you. Love you.